0: Have you ever felt like you had to use math like calculus to be able to design and figure out how in the world you're going to build and use the time in your reading block? Like, how in the world am I going to fit everything in? How do I use this 90 minutes or these 45 minutes or 120 minutes to get small groups in and whole group in and be able to do all of the literacy components? Like, what in the world does this reading block schedule actually need to look like. So if this has been you ever, and I'm raising my own hand because this is me every year, but I have a solution for you. And today I'm actually going to share with you three unique reading schedules that will help you ensure that you are going to get everything in and cover all of the literacy components, the whole group, the small group, all of those things that you know you need to be successful in teaching reading and your students to be successful readers, they're all going to fit. So today, three different unique reading schedules, and you're going to want to stay tuned to the end because I have an amazing reading schedule guidebook that I've put together that not only has all the information we're going to talk about today, but it also has over 15 examples on how to use these three unique schedules that I'm going to talk to you about in your own reading block. So you're gonna wanna stay to the end to grab that link so you can go and download this free reading schedule guidebook that has so many amazing examples in it that will truly help you transform your reading block into exactly what you want it and need it to be. Teaching skills like reading comprehension doesn't have to be overwhelming. With the right tools and strategies in place, you can find success for you and your students. Step into the Literacy Lounge, the podcast that will give you the what, why, and how to elevate your literacy instruction and get the results you've always wanted. Here's your host and veteran elementary school teacher, Sierra Harris. Teachers make thousands of decisions every school year. This includes everything from how the classroom has to look to different ways to teach the content And while all decisions are complex and challenging, one of the hardest involves establishing your reading schedule. And since reading is absolutely essential, the time set in the schedule is a reflection of your priorities, believe it or not. Thankfully, multiple reading schedule options ensure students receive the instruction that they need and deserve. So we're going to talk about three unique schedule options today, and hopefully in listening to all three and analyzing the pros and the cons of these three unique schedules, you'll be able to pick one that you think, oh my gosh, this fits my personality. This fits my student needs. This helps me get everything in. I'm going to try this. And like I said, stay tuned to the end where I'm going to share a link with you where you can get a full free reading schedule guidebook that will not only have all this information, but also 15 different examples of these schedules actually in action. So this episode is actually going to be a lot of information, but the guidebook is really where you're going to want to go because it's going to have all of the, the content, the, the examples where it's really going to bring all of this to life. So I highly encourage you to stay to the end and grab that link after we talk about these three unique schedules. And that way you can go and grab that and really see what we're talking about here today. So three unique reading schedules. We're going to start with the first one. The first one is called the front loading reading schedule. So when considering this schedule, I want you to think of it like a sandwich, basically. The teacher will spend more whole group time at the beginning and at the end of the week, and then the small group work will occur in the middle of the week. So one of the hardest parts of teaching is knowing when to teach and when to practice. So the front-loading schedule actually helps solve this problem. At the beginning of the week, the teacher lays out the content. Then the students spend the remainder of the week practicing in small groups. So basically what you're doing in this type of schedule is you're identifying what you need to teach for the week. So I need to teach standards A, B, and C and you're throwing it out there, and you're seeing what sticks. So Monday, you're using more whole group, mini lesson type instruction, and you are doing a lot of teaching. You are saying, okay, I need my students to master this standard, this standard, and this standard, so I'm going to heavily teach those three standards on Monday. There's no small group no teacher-led small group. Um, We're not doing centers. We're not doing stations. We're going to really focus in on deep, complex discussions, on explicit teaching strategies, and really get sure, make sure that I have taught it to the best of my ability. Because at the end of that day, you are then going to give your students exit tickets and see what all they absorbed, what stuck and what did not. And then you're able to take those exit tickets and turn them into the small groups that you are then going to do for the remainder of the week on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So I really love this type of reading schedule because it allows more time on Monday to really ensure that you have that rigor and complexity that you need to teach the standards effectively. No more, I'm just going to skim the surface and do 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there, 10 minutes there, in hopes that they experience the rigor and complexity that is needed. No, we're we're not doing that. We're going to actually take the time and do a good 20, 25-minute comprehension lesson. We're going to do a really strong 20, 25-minute vocabulary lesson or phonics lesson or morphology lesson or whatever, again, whatever those standards are that you need to teach that week, you're going to give them the time and the energy they deserve on Monday. Then you collect your data, then you turn around and you use that data to create your small groups. So your small groups week to week are going to look different because you're collecting that data right then and there after you've taught to see and see what sticks. So you use your data, you create your small groups, you use your small groups on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And then on Friday, you do a little bit more whole group to kind of dot your I's, cross your T's, ensure that everyone is at mastery, give some assessments, and then you've got some flex time on the at the end there, maybe to pull some one-on-one, to do some one-on-one conferencing, goal-setting conferences, assessment conferences, whatever it is you need to do. This is a fantastic schedule. And like I said, in the free guidebook that I'm going to give you today, not only is all of this information there about you know what this type of schedule is and the benefits of it, et cetera, but there are examples in the guidebook that you are going to be able to use. So whether you have a 45 minute block, a 90 minute block, or a 120 minute block with or without writing there are examples in that guidebook ready for you. So you can actually visually see what it means to use a front-loading reading schedule. So a lot of times teachers, they, after they hear me talk about these these reading block schedules, they always want to know, is this for me? Because I truly believe that finding the right type of reading block is Also reflecting not only on your students needs, but also on your own personality. For example, I'm not the kind of person who likes to do the same schedule every day. I like to mix it up. It keeps my job interesting. It keeps me on my toes. It makes it more fun. I have more energy. Therefore, my students have more energy and they learn more. So I think our reading blocks and the way we design them and the time we use is really a reflection, not only of them, but of us. So is this front loading model schedule for you. So if you enjoy some flexibility in your schedule, then this schedule really could be for you. Whether you prefer like the mini lesson format or you enjoy time kind of wrapping up loose ends at the end of the week, this schedule really allows for both of those things to happen. And additionally, it permits teachers to spend more time on comprehension and identifying misconceptions to be able to differentiate. No more are your students stuck in the same group based on beginning of the year data. No, I am using current qualitative and quantitative data based on my exit tickets and observations on Monday to be able to build my groups out on that information and data. And so ultimately this reading schedule allows you to have structure and routine, but also then step outside of the norm. And that's really why I love encouraging teachers to try that front loading teaching schedule model. All right, so let's move on to number two. This is called the AB block reading schedule. And this design model has a unique spin on kind of the everyday organization of a reading block. So instead of the same thing every day, which I totally just told you I hate, instead you have Monday and Wednesday that mirror each other and Tuesday and Thursday mirror each other you're actually probably familiar with this or have heard of this concept, because a lot of high schools will use it. And they use it for the exact reasons why I'm going to share with you that you need to try and use it. Basically, it allows more time for you to do more deep dive discussions and more rigorous instruction on the content because you have more time in your schedule. So, Benefits. (laughs) Honestly, the traditional copy paste schedule does not allow enough time for students to learn everything. Lessons become way too rushed and way too simplified. So a block schedule actually allows for more balance. This means that teachers can dive deeper into the content when they are not rushing against the clock. The block schedule helps create a better balance on how to ensure students are learning without feeling overwhelmed. Again, in the guidebook, if you're like, okay, but I really just want to see it. I want to see it in action. I want to see what this looks like. Go and grab the guidebook here in a minute. I'm going to give you that link and you can download that and actually see a block AB schedule in writing. Lots of different examples for 45, 90, and 120 minute. And it includes examples with writing. If you have writing embedded into your ELA block or if you don't have writing embedded in your block. But I love how the block schedule allows for so much versatility. For instance, you may have a 90 minute block with writing or 120 minutes without writing. And so thankfully, this guidebook gives you examples for everything. If you're looking at one of the examples, you will see that the Monday and Wednesday, like I mentioned, they mirror each other. So you're going to have actual time if you're doing a comprehension lesson or a morphology lesson, you're going to be able to give it 20, 25, 30 minutes to get your students talking, get them collaborating, maybe do some collaboration activities, do a lot more than just a turn and talk quick with one question. You're going to actually be able to annotate and read that text multiple times and do a close reading strategy activity. You're going to have time for more. And that's really what this Block AB model is allowing you to do. So however you design your Monday and Wednesday, it's up to you. Then you have Time now on Tuesday and Thursday to design completely different days. So for me, when I tried the Block AB model, I would start my Mondays and Wednesdays with a mini lesson, and then I would do my reading groups on Mondays and Wednesdays only. Those were the only days that I did guided reading. Okay. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, I like to mix it up and I split my class into three groups. And instead I had an IA come in, they worked with one group. I had my high kids doing like Greek and Latin root study independently. And then I was working with my, um, my more on-level kids. And that's what we did on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I had very completely different schedules and structures. For on Mondays and Wednesdays than I did on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And it really felt like we were able to dive deeper. I was able to work better with my students. I had more time with them. We had more time on the content. It just overall was a really powerful way to structure our time together. So is this for you? Honestly, only you can answer what is best for your yourself and your classroom. However, if you do not like doing the same thing every single day, and you really need to mix it up like I do, then this could be for you. So in other words, if you like to break away from the traditional schedules, and you are a master of the mini lesson format, the block schedule could be the answer. And additionally, if you are looking for a strong way to help differentiate and reach all of those unique learners in your classroom, then this could be the perfect solution. So this schedule will help ensure to that you are able to provide instruction for all five literacy components while allowing your students to still think deeply and have time to do so. So definitely head over and check out that full reading block guidebook that I put together for all of the examples on the A-B block schedule. All right, let's talk about the last one real quick. So the last one is a balanced reading schedule. So this is probably the one that you are most likely using because in this schedule, students receive the same amount of instruction every day. However, there is a unique twist to keeping lessons exciting, and that's what we're going to cover here. So if you are a teacher who loves routine, you like doing the same thing every day. And there's nothing wrong with that just because I don't like it doesn't mean there's anything bad with it. I just need more variety in my day. But if you are a teacher who loves and thrives on routine, then this can be the perfect reading schedule for you. Students will have a transparent routine with them knowing what to do and where to go every day of the week. So in this type of block, schedule. Each day follows the same routine so students know exactly what to expect. Therefore, they can dive right into the routine. So the balanced reading schedule works for any amount of classroom time. So thankfully, the free guidebook that I've included has different versions four examples. So typically, the schedule will begin with students working on some type of mini lesson over a certain scale, then there will be stations and groups to work on various skills, such as writing and comprehension. So is this for you? Well, if this is for you, you've, like I said, you might have already been doing this and you like it. If not, then maybe the other two that we talked about in today's episode are more for you. But if you like each day to look and feel the same way, then this reading schedule is probably for you. It allows you to focus on lessons such as word studies. It helps you break into small groups every single day. And it's especially helpful if you think taking a break during stations is beneficial for classroom management. There's my big twist. And that's what you'll see when you go and download the actual guidebook yourself. That I, when I do this type of balance schedule, I highly encourage teachers to look at their rotation schedule and to take a break in the middle. What this does is it allows your students not to be without a an adult in front of them for a long period of time. So if you do, let's say you do 40 minutes or 45 minutes of small groups, then do 40 minutes of small groups and come back together for a five-minute regroup, do a five-minute game or five-minute brain break, and then go back out into the other rotations that you have left for your time together. So is this for me? Like I said, only you can decide that But it allows you to kind of fit everything in and allow that copy-paste schedule that may benefit your students who need that routine or for you who need that routine. So picking the right reading schedule, yeah, it it's tough. And not that, you know, the things that we talked about today. None of them may work. They all may work. It's really up to you. And back to what I said at the beginning, kind of sitting down and figuring out how to use your time in the best way possible is like doing a calculus problem. It's hard. It's difficult, but hopefully some of the ideas I gave to you today with the AB model, uh, the front loading model or the balance model, hopefully one of them will click for you and click for your students. And again, I have been teasing you this whole episode of this amazing reading block schedule guidebook. I promise I have it, and here is the link. So grab a quick pen and paper. Unfortunately, the link is kind of lengthy, but I'll give you a little tip on how to find it easily. So what you're going to do is you are going to head to Sierra Harris Teaching dot com. Right? You got that? Sierra com backslash 2022. So 2022 backslash 09 backslash establishing-your-reading-schedule. hyphen, your, hyphen, reading, hyphen, schedule. So I know that's a lot. So instead, <laughs> here's what you really just need to do. Head to sierharristeaching.com. And in the top right corner, there is a little magnifying glass. And that magnifying glass is really your key to finding anything that you need on my website. In that magnifying glass, click it and type in reading schedule. And I guarantee you the very first thing that's going to pop up is going to be The blog post article that is going to have the reading guidebook in there for you to put in your email address and your name, and you can grab it and download it. And it will be emailed straight to you. And you can download this free, huge reading schedule guidebook that has, again, all the information we talked about, all the benefits, all the whys and all the information, but it has all the examples. And that's really, I can't really share with those examples with you on a podcast because you need to be looking at them clearly. So go and grab that free guidebook. Again, sierrahirsteaching.com. Go to that little magnifying glass in the top right corner. Type in reading schedule guidebook. It will pop right up. I promise you, you're going to be able to find it. And if for some reason you can't find it, then just send me an email, Sierra at Sierra Teaching, and I'm happy to send you the link straight to your inbox. So what do you think? Which type of reading schedule do you think is right for you? Is it going to be the front loading? Is it going to be the block AB? Is it simply just the balance schedule, but with the twist of the break in the middle of your rotations? I'd love to hear from you. If you could take two seconds to rate and review uh, this episode, I would highly encourage you to do so. And I would thank you from the bottom of my heart if you do. And of course, I'll see you over in the next episode. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Literacy Lounge with Sierra Harris. You can find any of the resources mentioned in the show notes at sierraharristeaching.com slash podcast. If you're looking for more support with Close Reading, download the free Close Reading Guidebook at www.buildingcomprehension.com slash close-reading-guidebook. Until next time, happy reading.